Well, hello there. This is Evangelist Timothy Gruber here at the Word of the King. The Holiness Bibles for the Blind. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4 tells us that where the word of the king is, there is power. We may say unto him, What doest thou? On this day, dear Christian, find you rejoicing in your Lord and Savior and his might. For indeed, we have no strength in and of ourselves. Praise be to God, we were yet without strength at your time. Christ died for the ungodly. That's you, that's me. Today, the word of the king, we're going to hear testimony of another ungodly sinner saved by the grace of God. As you know, uh, my testimony is a she played on the word of the king. And Brother Katie Wolfgang's testimony is a she played on the word of the king. So now it is time for Sister Ruth Wolfgang's testimony as you will be hearing it on the word of the king. So, as you listen to Ruth's testimony, dear Christian, I want you to be reminded of your own testimony. And as you hear, testimony to read book and associated by grace. It should remind you, it should remind me, of another sinner saved by grace. In my case, that sinner is me. In your case, that sinner is you if you're saved. But this testimony reminds you of your testimony. And if you're not saved, may Sister Ruth's testimony be used of God to put all the more a desire within you. But I pray you would not resist the Holy Ghost. And your testimony to use of God to hold more, put a desire in you to, by faith, cleave to the Lord Jesus Christ, who so loved you that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead the third day. But so now, enjoy. Here is the testimony of Sister Ruth Wolfgang. My name is Ruth Wolfgang, and this is my Christian testimony. I was born and raised in the Christian faith. My family started First Church of the Nazarene in Ashtabula, Ohio, which was started in a tent meeting behind what is now Ashtabula County District Library. Later, the church organized with 40 people and worshipped on 57th Street. After a few years, the church expanded to meet a larger sanctuary where they presently meet on Route 84 or what is known as South Ridge West. My grandparents, Harold and Evelyn Sigmund, were original charter members along with Grandma's parents, Joseph and Olive Rose Neely. My parents, John and Jean Adamson, were also involved in the church. My father, John Ledden Adamson, was a Nazarene minister. My mother played the piano. My grandma played organ. Uncle Harold played violin and sang with my grandma and mom on WICA radio, which is now WFUN. Grandma Sigmund played organ, piano, solo vox, harmonica, and violin. She was asked to play the organ on a TV show, Reverend Furloin's program, but she refused. She played piano and organ and led the Nazarene choir for 40 years. Grandpa Sigmund sang in a men's quartet. Speaking of music, here is a sample of my mother and grandmother's playing the piano and organ at home at 102 Grove Drive in Asheville, Ohio my childhood home. My husband, Ken Wolfgang, restored the original recordings in our Holiness Bibles for the Blind studio. My mother usually played piano, and my grandma, Sigmund, played the organ. First song that I'd like to introduce is my grandma, Sigmund, Evan Sigmund was her name, playing the organ, a song called At Calvary. 
song I'd like to introduce is my grandma Evelyn Sigmund playing my favorite song, How Great Thou Art.
song I'd like to introduce is my grandma Evelyn Sigmund again playing the organ. Someone to care is the title. The fourth title I'd like to introduce is my mother, Jean Adamson, playing the piano, and my grandma, Evelyn Sigmund, playing the organ. They're both playing together, a song called Sweet By and By. Thank you. 
The next song I'd like to introduce is my mom, Jean Adamson, playing the piano song entitled Until Then. to Jesus as my Lord and Savior June 20th, 1974. I was 14 years of age. I watched Rex Humbard on television when the Holy Spirit convicted me of sin. I asked Jesus to come into my heart and save my soul. He came in my heart. Praise the Lord. My favorite scriptures are Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. As well as Psalm 91, verses 1 through 16. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. 
A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and shew him my salvation. And my final favorite scripture is Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Finally, I'm going to turn you over to Evangelist Timothy Groover to give an invitation. For if God declares that by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified in God's sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin, thou shalt have no other gods before me. The word of God declares, the first of the Ten Commandments. Who, what, is your God this day, sinner? The word of God declares, first and greatest commandment, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. You have failed. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second commandment is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Have you always done unto others as you would do or have done unto you? No. You've not always done unto others as you would have them do unto you. Nor have you always loved the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. You must be born again. For it is written, But God commendeth his love toward us. We thank God for the good news, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. For the wages of sin is death. Revelation 21, 8 says, But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Ah, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Receive his gift by faith today, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. God manifest in the flesh, he rose from the dead. He's coming again, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The word of God declares in second. Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Things have passed away. All things have become new. I know what it means by the grace of God to be a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things having passed away, all things having become new. You know what that is? Dear listener, do you know what it means to be made a new creature in Christ, old things having passed away and all things becoming new, do you have your own personal testimony of salvation, of transformation for the Lord Jesus Christ? I'm not talking about mere outward reformation, 
whereby you just decided to, to flip uh, the religious coin, so to speak, you know, to, uh, to get religious outside, but no change of heart on the inside. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart, God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. I'm talking about that operation of God, which is inward. It involves that invisible circumcision. I mean, that invisible mark of God upon your soul. If not, you desire that. Yo, now is just the time that is the day of salvation. If you don't desire that, well, you best desire it because Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by Him. And He is your only hope of escaping the wages of your sin, which is death. And why would you not? Why would you not? One. To know your creator who so loved you that he gave of himself in giving his only begotten son to die for your sins and to rise from the dead the third day. That if you only believe in him, you should not perish but for the lasting life. That if you only believe in him, Christ Jesus, the one mediator between God and men, you would be reconciled. To him as your creator. Furthermore, sin to no more come between you and separate you. Yes, that's the security that is in Christ Jesus. The Lord God declares in Romans chapter 5, verse 6. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For all of sin comes short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23 tells us. Revelation 21, verse 8. But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and homeowners, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars from their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. But dear listener, you know, you as a sinner, you're summed up in that very verse of scripture right there. You were fact, you're, you're in that verse of scripture. The fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, murderers, homeowners, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The judgment, the sentence upon you by way the fall of man has already been pronounced. Revelation 5.12 declares, Wherefore is by one man speaking of Adam, sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sin. For as by one man's disobedience, speaking of Adam, for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one, Speaking of Jesus Christ and his obedience and dying for your sins upon the cross and the sins of the whole world, by the obedience of one shall many be justified. It's not your obedience that justifies you. It's the obedience of Christ. Your faith must be in him alone. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, so that any man should boast. Romans 5, 7 declares, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. Verse 8, But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, 
Christ died for us. Verse 9. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we should be saved from wrath. Through him. Verse 10. If when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And verse 11 of Romans 5. And not only so, but we also joy in God through Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Atonement. Payment. Payment for sin has been made. You're listening. You must just acknowledge that as Jesus Christ himself confessed before he gave up the ghost to breathe his last breath, it is finished. There's no adding, there's no taking away from the finished work of Jesus Christ. Anyone who tries to add, anyone who tries to take away from that finished work is damned. How can you escape the damnation of hell? How can you be made a new creature? It's only in and through God's Son, Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 10.13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call upon repent ye, and believe the gospel. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And receive him today as your personal Lord and Savior, and you will be made a new creature in Christ. Old things will indeed pass away. All things will become new. And nothing, nothing shall separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. For it is written, Romans chapter 8, verses 34 through 39. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession. For us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, should be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, trust in Him alone, and thou shalt be saved. And that right there that I just read from Romans 8 shall be true of you, dear listener. Nothing shall separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus as your walk with the eternal God will have just begun. Nothing will separate you from Him ever again. For if God declares by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified in God's sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Thou shalt have no other gods before me, the word of God declares, the first of the Ten Commandments. Who, what, is your God this day, sinner? The word of God declares, the first and greatest commandment, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, all thy mind, with all thy strength. You have failed. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The second commandment is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Have you always done unto others as you would do or have done unto you? No. You've not always done unto others as you would have them do unto you. Nor have you always loved the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength? You must be born again. For it is written, But God commendeth his love toward us. Well, thank God for the good news, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. 
for the wages of sin is death. Revelation 21.8 says, But the fearful, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Ah, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Receive his gift by faith today, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. God manifest in the flesh, he rose from the dead. He's coming again, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Call upon today. Oh, we're told, but as many as are the works of the law are under the curse, for cursed be everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. We're told in the book of Galatians. Oh, but here it is. But God committed his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Repent ye, and believe the gospel, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, and the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, shall cleanse you from all sin, for if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Menial, mortal, sin, whatever you call it, all unrighteousness, God is faithful to forgive those who confess their sins to him through faith in Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection alone. For by grace he is saved through faith in that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works. Call upon the Lord today. This is Evangelist Timothy Groover. Till next time, God bless you and yours.